Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst-case scenario in my own brain. My therapist calls my gift catastrophizing. And that's why I'm uniquely qualified to scrutinize and analyze history's greatest disasters and find out who's to blame. They say history repeats itself. Not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and I am The Alarmist. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today we're discussing Chuck the Groundhog's death. Here's what you need to know. Every year on February 2nd, groundhogs enjoy 15 minutes of fame as Americans across the country gather to watch a small mammal predict the weather. However, in 2014, at the Staten Island Zoo, the beloved Chuck the Groundhog slipped out of Mayor Bill de Blasio's hands during the ceremony, only to die under mysterious circumstances seven days later. To understand how this tragedy occurred, we need to go back to the beginning of this mammalian meets meteorological tradition. 
Early February is midway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, and throughout history, this transition in seasons has been celebrated. Most notably, early Christian Europeans celebrated Candlemas Day on February 2nd. Around this time, European farmers would look for the emergence of hibernators to signal the coming of spring. It was believed that if a hibernator saw its shadow on a sunny Candlemas Day, more winter was ahead. If not, the rest of the winter would be mild. This tradition was brought to America by Germans who migrated to eastern Pennsylvania. Because groundhogs are indigenous to the region, they selected this furry friend to carry on the tradition. The groundhog, also known as a woodchuck or whistle pig, is an inherently solitary and antisocial creature throughout the year, but especially during the winter season when they hibernate. Hibernation allows groundhogs to conserve their energy when food is scarce during the colder months. It was towards the end of hibernation that Chuck G. Hogg, in reality a young groundhog named Charlotte, playing the role of Chuck, emerged from her Staten Island Zoo habitat for the annual Groundhog Day celebration on February 2nd, 2014. Having been sworn into office only a month before, it was Mayor Bill de Blasio's first time participating in the ceremony. A moment after the zoo handler, Kristen Campbell, transferred the adorable rodent into de Blasio's arms for a photo op, the groundhog scrambled out of the mayor's grasp, falling six feet to the ground, head first. After the tumble, Chuck scurried back into her sanctuary, officially indicating six more weeks of winter according to the folklore, although it's unknown if Chuck was making a weather prediction or simply traumatized by the fall. On February 9th, seven days after the fall, Chuck was found dead in her enclosure at the zoo. However, her death was not made public until the New York Post broke the story months later in September of that year. In response, zoo officials assured the public that Chuck was given a thorough medical examination in the hours following the incident and claimed the animal's death was from natural causes. A necropsy performed by the zoo veterinarian indicated that the animal died from acute internal injuries. But a reason other than the Groundhog Day fall was never explained. Fun Facts, a.k.a. Death Stats When hibernating, a groundhog's burrow can be anywhere from 8 to 66 feet long, with multiple exits, chambers, and levels. They have a burrow for hibernating as well as a section of the burrow that's equivalent to a summer home, where they can come out more easily. Their burrows even have separate rooms for defecation. Groundhogs can grow to be over 2 feet long and may weigh up to 30 pounds. While the Staten Island Zoo claims Chuck the Groundhog has an 80% accuracy rate for predicting the weather, the Gothamists determined 65% was more realistic according to the National Climate Data Center dating back to 1992. To compare, Punxsutawney Phil's accuracy rate is around 43%. Every year, the Staten Island Zoo selected one of their several groundhogs to participate in the ceremony. In 2014, Charlotte was chosen of the four groundhogs available. She was only 10 months old when she died. In captivity, groundhogs can live up to 14 years. 
today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And today, for our very special guest, we have a very special treat for all of the Alarmy out there. She is part of the Alarmy family that you, you, she's a member you haven't even heard of who is so integral. Okay. She's our associate producer. She's our researcher, our coordinator. She's Alex Paul. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very intimidated. <laughs> I'm so Alex, excited to be here. Well, Alex is also a researcher for other TV shows. Her latest project that she's worked on is uh, the Mike Tyson limited series, right? Right, Alex? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's got like uh, boxing in the brain. She's yeah. here to give Fact Checker a run for his money. <laughs> yeah. Watch out, Chris. Although uh, the average guest that comes on is actually better at fact checking than me. <laughs> so it's not, it's not actually. It's a loose of, term. It's, it's, it's a very loose term. <laughs> what did you learn about? Uh, I'm just curious, like Mike Tyson, any, any, any factoids stick out to you? Oh, man. I mean, my job, you know, I work with the writers. And then when the show goes into production, I work with all the crew and cast and stuff. So you could ask me what he was doing in truly any year since he was born in 66. And I could tell you what he was doing, where he was, but Whoa. he's, you know, very controversial figure, but really interesting. And I took up boxing. I started going mm. to a boxing uh, gym and it's like so fun. I love getting the, doing get it. In the mind of the fighter. Yeah, exactly. It's a really, really challenging sport. So that, that was not required of uh, of that particular job. No, I don't think they ever knew that I started taking up <laughs> boxing. I just decided. I did became, it help your research? <laughs> it did. I think there was one scene where the writers had him at the end of a fight, give a handshake. And I was like, you can't handshake your opponent because you're both wearing gloves you mm. know so that that's very that's logical true. oh this is why we need alex on our show <laughs> um he yeah anyways i got really into him and uh, his life he's a bizarre super interesting guy wait i have a quick question sorry yes. i'm butting in here but he has a pet uh pigeon collection doesn't he he loves pigeons yeah since he <laughs> since he was like six years old i mean in brooklyn they like pigeon race and so it's like a very normal thing to like have your pigeons and um yeah he's kept pigeons every house that he's ever lived in he's like made sure to have like a pigeon coop and when he went to jail for he was convicted you know convicted rapist um when he came was getting ready to come out, he was really sad because his he realized that like it had been three years and all of the pigeons he knew before he went to jail had passed away. And he was like, I'm going to have to get to know a whole new group of pigeons. So, wow. So the rehabilitation worked wonders. He was <laughs> fully rehabilitated. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Now, we like to start off our show, Alex, by asking our guests, what is something that is recently alarming you? What is something that's keeping you up at night? I am so honored I get to answer this question. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> and I like how you walk her through the what we do on the show. Yep, as though yep. Well, you know, it's, it's for everyone. If you go to the video, you'll probably see I'm like mouthing it. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, okay. 
I was ready because I knew you were going to ask me, man, healthcare, the healthcare mm. system is freaking me out. I had some blood work done and I last week and some stuff came up with like my liver levels and getting an appointment to go to my doctor. And my doctor is a new doctor because this year I have new insurance. And, oh. you know, every year I've had new insurance. Yep. Every year I've had a new doctor. And this doctor, you know, sort of looks at me and I don't have any relationship with them. Right. And, you know, it's just, and then, you know, at the beginning of the appointment, was, which was yesterday, I had to fill out like paperwork and it's like depression paperwork. <laughs> and oh, at the end of it, I was like, I think I should refill it out because now I do feel depressed. Right. Like, I, actually, <laughs> just I, the paperwork. I felt pretty good. But after the appointment where she talks to me about the cost and the blood work and if my insurance covers it and all this stuff, I'm like, I am way sadder and stressed out than I was at the beginning of this. So. I feel I feel like there's that uh, you know saying or whatever like people avoid the doctor because they don't want to find out like whether they're sick or not. And yeah. I feel like what's more realistic is like you avoid it because you know I don't want to have to spend three hours on hold mm. trying to get a hold a hold of my healthcare insurer to see whether I need a referral or not or why I got this bizarro bill for like a simple procedure. It's yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. when you're not feeling your best already, I feel like it's not the time for you to like have to, I don't know, get into the weeds about the billing and the yep. deductible and the premium and everything. And it's always just, you know, it's just a mess. So, yeah. And I just want to know what's wrong with my liver. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everything's okay. I mean, <laughs> I think it will be, it might be some sort of autoimmune type thing, mm. but, um, mm -hmm. But we'll see. But, we'll see. Maybe by you know the end of this year, I'll know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a realistic not, timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If not, yeah. we'll start the whole process over again. Exactly, because right? then my insurance will change. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's good. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's really fun. And it's um, hard. I, it's hard on everyone because I know the doctors are really overworked too. It's just all right. sort of a terrible system. So, what a terrible time that we're living in. Um, yeah, but is this the peak? Right. It, we're peaking. So be grateful. It's still terrible, <laughs> but it's the peak of terrible. <laughs> um, so what a perfect transition. Um, mm -hmm. uh, speaking of healthcare, um, to discuss this groundhog who could have used a better healthcare system mm, behind it. Hogs. Yeah. Right. For, right. Yeah. I just want to point out, and I didn't stop because we were talking about something really ser serious, but Clayton calls it insurancy. insurance. You said insurance oh. when no, you were I talking. Didn't. Did I say yes. insurance? It's, it's literally recorded. So we'll play. I think we'll that was insurance back. transitioning to a new word. No. I certainly <laughs> don't say health insurance. Well, <laughs> no, I've I never heard feel, him say that. I feel either. like if uh, for groundhogs, it would be really cute if their insurance was called insurance mm. mm. Okay. It's part of my transition, you guys. Um, <laughs> seamless. <laughs> We're never going to get out of this transition. <laughs> A transition that lasts forever. No. We're stuck in it. But I want to put up, for first on the board, natural causes. Mm. Let's discuss, perhaps. This is according to ABC News. The, re the zoo released the following statement. As a result of the groundhog unexpectedly climbing out of the mayor's grasp, 
The animal was given a complete medical examination by the Staten Island Zoo veterinarian immediately following the incident on February 2nd, 2014. The examination showed no evidence of trauma or pain, with the animal displaying normal behavior. During the following week after Groundhog Day, the animal participated in several events showing no clinical abnormalities and a normal appetite during this time. One week after Groundhog Day, on February 9th, the animal was found deceased in its exhibit from internal injuries that the animal most likely sustained sometime during the week after Groundhog Day, potentially overnight while in its exhibit. <laughs> a necropsy was performed by, by the Staten Island Zoo veterinari veterinarian, which revealed acute internal injuries. The exact cause of the injuries could not be determined. Given the results of the, necrop the necropsy, the incident appeared to have been sudden. It appears unlikely that the animal's death related to the events on Groundhog Day. <sighs> Sounds like an aneurysm. I don't believe that. Caused yeah, by well, being you, dropped you, on do, its head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a young groundhog. Right. It was like, uh, you know, 10 months old. Little um, baby. A little, little baby. And what's interesting is I, I, from reading this material that Alex put together is um, <laughs> there were several little groundhogs that they chose from. So how do we know that the, it was that groundhog who was doing those events throughout the throughout the week? That's my conspiracy. Oh, it's going to throw it out there. Oh, so, so, yeah. so Chuck so they was all fine, look, did all these things all, all week, but it was like, the, no, you they have all like, look the same to you, Clayton. I mean, you wouldn't know. Could you pick out Chuck from Chuck if there were eight Chucks? I'd like to think I could. <laughs> I'd like to think I could. Let's do that episode. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i guess you're right that's an interesting uh theory i, I wouldn't have been able to tell them apart um and just, who's to say right who's that, just dropped our dog um, <laughs> that is <laughs> not appropriate wow. for this episode yes <laughs> oh, i didn't, rea I didn't <laughs> realize how on theme that was keep an eye on the dog please <laughs> couple of days. he's exhibiting normal behavior okay <laughs> <laughs> um I, I, yeah it, it, you know maybe the, the maybe chuck which we should for the record call charlotte yeah that charlotte. was that was her name the uh, charlotte could have been not feeling well and they could have just said oh she was fine she was fine for an entire week she did other events uh what you know what do we know so who do we think? They, do we think that this uh, veterinarian should get on the board? I mean, whose payroll are they on? Mm. Uh. Well, it's the Staten Island Zoo, right? That's the veterinarian. S Staten yeah. Island Zoo. That's a good point. What, what, what does Staten Island have to uh, cover up? Also, huh. a lot. A lot. <laughs> I, was <laughs> researching, <laughs> I was researching this episode while I was visiting my mom, and she's a doctor. So not a veterinarian, but I did mm -hmm. pick her brain a little bit. And she said, well, did they release, you know, the like biopsy on the groundhog's right. head? And I was like, I don't think so. They just said that, you know, the exact injuries couldn't be determined. And she was like, if they wanted to know, they they could have done those procedures and known exactly what mm -hmm. the injuries, the exact cause of the injuries or what exactly Ooh. happened. So they didn't release that information. Right. They just said it was an internal, it, you know, died from internal injuries. Right. But it's like there's a way to figure out if it's like internal injuries, like 
in the head from falling on your head or I, I don't know. Yeah. Which begs the question if they're not re- if they could have found out more information but they didn't is why didn't they? Is it because they're like oh it's just a groundhog who cares we'll just monitor it or is it like we need to protect the mayor's image? It's like why wouldn't you do all the things if you could, I guess. Great question, Clayton. Let's put Mayor de Blasio mm. up on the board. Um, this is according to the video footage of the incident. Charlotte, who, you know, is they called Chuck, the groundhog, was being transferred to the mayor's hands when she fell. While the zoo claimed that the incident did not cause her death a week later, she was only 10 months old and in an enclosed habitat for the week following her fall. A subdural hematoma from a head injury can take time to cause serious complications in a human or mammal. So, I mean... I'm thinking about this. I got, I got, I got something in that. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, first of all, De Blasio, I, I, I just don't like the cut of his jib, and I, <laughs> I, I, I'm really suspicious that this may have been an inside job. And I'm curious to see the video. I'm wondering if it was less of a fall and more of a throw. Um, oh. So that's that's just first and foremost. Secondly, hey, why does he need to hold the cute animal? Yes. And what is a human? Yes. What is the human need to 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 hold something cute? Like, why do we have to put our hands on everything? Hey, put keep your hands to yourself. Keep your paws to yourself. Keep your paws to yourself. Give that groundhog its bodily autonomy. Yeah. Um. I, can, I'm going to read another part just so we can uh, explain to our listeners what a subdural hematoma is. But while you're while I'm doing that, can you look up at what point? In his mayoral, uh, you know, uh, life or okay. <laughs> don't have to look it up, my dear. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's, coming so up. It. it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> it was it was a couple months. He had just been sworn in that January. Mm-hmm. So that to me is very sketch. Mm-hmm. Kicking off you know? his, his <laughs> new term. <laughs> He's like, I can't start. <laughs> No, you know what it was. <laughs> you know what it was. He was thinking like, I, no, nothing can take me down. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, what is the word? Invincible. Invincible. <laughs> I could do anything. Hold the groundhog. <laughs> you know what? To that, that was point, the first Chris, thing you thought of. I feel like something that we should put on the board related to all this is, uh, I guess maybe we call it like human hubris. Like we're the dominant species, so we can just do anything. We can touch Ooh. animals if we want to for a publicity stunt. Like this is, we got a lot of good stuff on the board. I think. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Human hubris. Um, well, just yeah. Go ahead, Alex. Well, I agree because part of the tradition is not like it doesn't involve a human holding the groundhog. Like the tradition is it comes out of its sanctuary (laughs) and looks at its shadow. Like there's why, yeah, why does it? Yeah, why are we touching it all of a sudden? Why the fanfare? I I know we can call it humans getting handsy. (laughs) 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 That's not okay. Which Mm -hmm. I think is actually also different than like Alex's point about just keeping it in its original format. Right. Um, I think that this is like c- c- traditional conservatism is what this is. It's like, <laughs> this works, let's not change it. But then people uh, want to make a big thing out of everything. Fanfare. So you blame the media for that? Because we need to have a show? Maybe well, that's yeah. media. Yeah, Ma- the, the media, media fanfare. There. Media hype? I, it's, and, and I'll tell you what, it's like between... <laughs> 
between Christmas, you know, there's not a lot of holidays in this winter season. Mm. After post, you know, uh, right. so post holiday the holiday wall. season. It's a holiday and desert. And so, holiday so it's desert. A, and so the <laughs> the media the is just dying to drum up any kind of tradition. Get the fucking rat up here. <laughs> We're dying. We it's, need something to look forward something to. Something to put our point our cameras towards, you know? <laughs> Especially back in the day when there was really like, you know, that wasn't like a Hallmark Christmas, you know? Like, no. It's like, and no, I'll, it's just like winter. So give us something to celebrate because we're depressed <laughs> and cold. And on top of that, it's it's winter. You're right. So people are in, <laughs> indoors. They're not outside. They're not, you know, maybe crime rates go down. I think crime rates go down in the winter. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's true and generally. So, so people are like relaxing. On top of that, they spent all of their money during the holidays. So they're recovering. They're not going out as much. They're not getting into trouble. The media has nothing to to report on. They've got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden we're we care about mm-hmm. groundhogs. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. we've digressed, but I really do want to explain what this subdural hematoma <laughs> is so that there's some kind <laughs> let's get of back learning. To that. <laughs> yeah, let's get back to that. <laughs> this is according to WebMD. A subdural hematoma is a collection of blood outside the brain. They're usually caused by serious head injuries. Bleeding and added pressure on the brain form a subdural hematoma that can be life-threatening. In a subdural hematoma, blood collects between the layers of tissues that surround the brain. As blood pools, it puts more pressure on the brain. The pressure on the brain causes symptoms. If pressure inside the skull rises to a very high level, a subdural hematoma can lead to unconsciousness and death. Mm. One may appear normal for days after a head injury, but slowly become confused, then pass out several days later. This results from a slower rate of bleeding, causing a slowly enlarging subdural hematoma. Mm. You guys, this is something scary. This is something to be scared about. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess this is why when you ha- when uh, people like have concussions, you don't let them sleep. Yeah, they need to be monitored. Concussions are scary. And that was That's- a... Um- I love being here because I can sort of explain what I'm looking through and I'm like, I don't know if I explained my research very well. That was, <laughs> that was my mom, Amy Paul, shout out to her. She was like, I think it may have been a subdural hematoma. And I was like, okay, tell me more. And she said that the, re- and the reason I put this under the mayor is that the idea that they, the zoo was like, it's not about the fall because, you know, it happened a week there's a whole week in between, but she was explaining to me that with these injuries, Mm. it can take time for someone to suddenly die because it's like the internal bleeding is slowly putting pressure. Sure. And a person would be able to say like, my head is really hurting or they'll act confused, but a little 10 month old groundhog can't express that. When do groundhogs learn English? It's like football players with the, um, this crazy disease that they're getting now with like the dementia. Mm. It's like you know, they played football for years and then suddenly like they retire and they're having these symptoms. You're, of course you're going to be like, well, maybe it's the football. You're not going to be like, well, it's not the football because he wasn't playing football anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, um, the, um, the, so, so how do we want to categorize that for putting it on the board? Is it the groundhog's inability to communicate its own pain? Uh, um, don't blame the victim. No. <laughs> The groundhog should have spoken up, Clayton, and we I, I need to be the one to say this out loud. I can hear the alarmy members yelling it into yeah. their phones. <laughs> they, trust me, it's they the are. groundhog's own ass fault. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we won't, <laughs> we, <laughs> we won't. <laughs> we won't put that up. Um, but uh, let's put up the zoo handler, Kristen Campbell. Um, she's, you know, a, a, a part of the zoo team that brings out these groundhogs for these media spectacle. Ooh, I don't like her either. <laughs> okay, this is according to The Guardian. A zoo sport, uh, spokesman said Thursday that the groundhog's handler may not have been forceful enough in placing the animal in de Blasio's hands, preventing the mayor from getting a firm grip. Mm. The groundhog quickly skirm- squirmed away from the mayor and plummeted to the ground. It was completely... It was a complete bungle, zoo spokesman Brian Morris said in an interview. New York City Park said, as groundhogs are generally surly creatures, <laughs> keeping the animals in captivity is slightly difficult, and groundhog handlers must be skilled and highly patient. Can I just say that I don't buy that that is the handler's fault. If, you were, if you're handing it to someone, and this, I, this has happened to me personally with my own dog, if you're a person who's like skittish around animals, <laughs> you have a terrible story about my dog who luckily didn't die. But you, have to you need to be it. firm when you are taking the animal. That's on you. That's not on the person handing you the animal. The, you That's know, like the handler's true. not going to be like limply, like, like <laughs> you need to actually commit to the act that you are agreeing to, which is I'm going to hold this animal. I love because how you I don't, love how s- <laughs> they will wiggle out because they yeah. Feel you have a clay, you have a clay, and I love how passionate you are about this subject. <laughs> it's like a lot of it's bringing up a lot of emotions, which yes. is really funny to me. Triggering, it's very triggering. But I, I'll also say on the other end, you need to have that animal secure in the delivery as well. It's well, a it's sure. a two person job. It's a two person. It's a job. two person job. And what they were saying was. You know, there is that window of gray area where it's the animals in between and it's not anybody's responsibility, but it's both their responsibility. I mean, a football to go back back to football, the quarterback, when he's handing off the ball to a running back, basically like stuffs it in his chest. Like he's like, this is yours now. Right. And it happens quickly and efficiently. It's firm and and, and it's intentional. Yeah, I don't yes. feel like if you're a professional, like it what? just seems so easy to blame the professional and not the mayor who's like probably was like, no, I'm wearing these big gloves. This is kind of awkward. I've never done this before. Of course, it's his fault. <laughs> not the handler's fault. Well, uh, why are we carrying animals? They've got legs. They can walk on their own. Also, let's talk about these. Yes, it Alex. seems like the zoo spokesman just like threw her completely. under yes, the right. yes. like not a lot of loyalty there. <laughs> I can't imagine lunch the next day. Your colleague, yes, yes. You're going to see this person, right? Isn't it's like always the scientists and the doctors and the professionals who we blame it on, not the like we could never blame the figurehead who's like the spokesperson for whatever topic. It's like no, they're or the institution. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Ooh, maybe we should blame the institution. Well, we have the Staten Island Zoo up on the board. We do. Great. Um, And I think we should put these gloves up on the board as well. (laughs) Oh, gloves. Um, uh, So uh, Mayor Bloomberg, perhaps we put uh, Mayor Bloomberg as well. But the gloves really are are what we're after here. Um, This is according to New York Daily News. Mike Bloomberg was the first mayor to hold Chuck during the zoo's Groundhog Day ceremony. Okay, he started. So the he tradition. started it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and why did he start that? That's what well, we get to the bottom. Af- uh, exactly. After Bloomberg was bit by the groundhog in 2009, 
He, so he was bit. There's trauma here. Um, he called Chuck a son of a bee. <laughs> and the Staten Island Zoo began providing him and elected officials with large gloves to handle him. The, the large yellow gloves by de Blasio wore for the 2014 prediction may have caused him to lose his grip on the groundhog. And I just want to say, I think we should throw up on the board based on the groundhog bite lesson not learned. It happened with the first time ever got bit. So we shouldn't do this anymore. And you right. know what? Instead of not doing it anymore, they just swapped in Charlotte because that's <laughs> that's why they didn't. That's why Charlotte was there was because they didn't want Chuck the biter to bite again. So then they swapped mm. in a little tiny baby lady groundhog. A sweetie. A little sweetie. <laughs> not cool. Um, so, yeah. I mean, should we blame Bloomberg? Yeah, for starting the tradition. We have so we have a few other things to put up on the board and we're getting close to time. So, I'm going to run rattle through a few of these cuz I think they're important. This is uh more, you know, toward the Staten Island Zoo and the organizers of the event. This is according to PETA. In the case of the groundhog, the blame lies in the organizers, and PETA has been after them for years, and still is, to stop using an animal in what many people, including the mayor, could be forgiven for having thought was a harmless gimmick, even though it's not. The day after the events, on February 2nd, PETA sent a letter to Ken Mitchell, the executive director of the Staten Island Zoo, and this is what it read. Dear Mr. Mitchell, I'm writing on behalf of PETA's more than 3 million members and supporters worldwide about the Staten Island Zoo's participation in the odd and certainly inhumane annual event in New York that causes the abuses and abuses a groundhog who supposedly predicts winter weather in America. I love the supposedly adding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As you must know, groundhogs are typically shy animals and will surely feel fear and stress when they are out of their burrows. Duh. And facing a crowd. Oh, further. Yesterday's events resulted in Chuck Charlotte being dropped during a photo op, likely causing additional stress and possibly injuries. The annual event doesn't have to end, though. New Yorkers could easily switch to an amusing robotic animal for Groundhog Day celebrations, Mm. which would be a win win for the organizers and the real groundhogs. Groundhogs would finally get a good winter sleep. Do we blame the tradition? Just I, like this tradition, like it, it's, I mean, absurd it's human so traditions. random. It's like have have a, I've never understood this Groundhog Day thing. Like it's seen it. Like I understand, like it's like a cute folklore thing, but like it, it's folklore. It's not real, but people think it's real. And when it comes to the expense of like an animal's natural. Uh, sleep cycle and everything. I mean, you know, again, as the researcher, I've gotten deep into a groundhog day's sleep schedule <laughs> and it's not natural. They come out in February, not because they're awake and ready to go. They just come out for a quick little, like what's going on. Let me see like some of my friends. And then they naturally go back to sleep. So that's why they're such like grumpy, surly, animals in february and they don't want to do this right i like uh, i i think we should put up interrupting the the sleep cycle Mm -hmm. you know it's it's humanity 101 right because you don't interrupt a baby sleeping Mm -mm. you you know that right (laughs) we literally have you know 
all of our lives, I would say the world turns around babies' sleep cycles, mm. right? And who's so, not grumpy when you're woken up out of your cycle? Exactly. Oh, we all know that. It's, it's human instinct. So our, why would you do that to anyone? Our dog Bronco uh, has been waking me up at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Yes. He's passed every day. And he just then just strolls outside, takes a little walk around. And I'll be honest with you, I'm thinking about putting him to sleep permanently. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so you, know, you dropped him earlier? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My precious, precious Bronco. No, I would never do that. He's going to live forever, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's put up protecting the Groundhog Day brand, because this is why they're doing it. Um, New York Post says, following the death of Charlotte, zoo spokesman Brian Morris revealed that the zoo was for has four groundhogs, all with the variations of the brand name Chuck. On the morning of February 2nd, zoo staff selects which of the groundhogs will participate in the ceremony and be dubbed Chuck. So annoying to me. Mm -hmm. It's usually whichever groundhog is the least grouchy that day, Morris said. This is a time of year when genetics tell them to be hibernating. They can be in a bad mood. The zoo doesn't make public that it has stand-in groundhogs to protect the groundhog brand, Insider said. An editorial on Groundhog Day by Michael Crowland said, The bottom line is that it's terrified for Phil to be hoisted up. It's terrifying for Phil to be hoisted up on stage in front of bright lights and thousands of loud spectators. Mm -hmm. It is stressful for any wild animal. Um, Stam Cervano's professor of biology biology said in a 2010 study, we determined that the hibernation periods for groundhogs increase in length with increasing latitude. The hibernation period matches winter's duration. The celebration of Groundhog Day would need to change by latitude in order to perfectly match groundhog emergence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay. sure they'll take that note. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that sounds like it'll go by easy. <laughs> you just have different groundhog days as you <laughs> climb up. I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean... So it just tells you the how silly the brand is, right? I mean, and like Alex was saying, it's just like, that's just its sleep cycle. It's just what's... Right. It's, uh, the brand, I mean, this happens, this is like a blip in time once a year. Like, how important is this brand? Yeah, it also feels like it's not like a hugely commercial brand. Like, I don't think they would lose a bunch of like money or like commerce if groundhog day didn't exist it doesn't feel like as big as christmas or something (laughs) that's true right who's losing money if we take away groundhog's day someone like bill murray's uh, movie maybe like i I don't know the staten island zoo maybe i bet you someone someone is losing money and they would pipe up if that's for yeah yeah that makes sense yeah I also big think groundhog industry. Yeah, huge groundhog. <laughs> Groundhogs <industry>. behind <laughs> big, this all. Big, big groundhog. <laughs> Is that I read that in the years after they did change how they brought the groundhog out, and they never did let a mayor hold. I think they put the groundhog in an acrylic plastic container and brought That's it enough. out. So I feel like if the zoo truly didn't think that it had to do with the fall. They would why just, would they change? Why yeah. would they change it? They know exactly. they must know that it has to do with the fall that killed that little girl. 
Otherwise, oh, yeah. why would they change the way that they do things? It I don't know. Conspiracy I feel, written all over I feel it. like right. they know, they're saying they're not saying everything mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. protect yes. the Groundhog Day brand mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're going to lose a lot. I mean, I, how, how much do they get Follow paid the to be the the face Hundreds of Groundhog? Hundreds of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds. They must of get paid a, a, a hefty amount. Right okay, to just be the face like of, of ground. Tried to make a joke to avoid fact checking here, but <laughs> <laughs> feels Not. like I'm gonna have to fact check. Or just the publicity of maybe it's like, oh, we should go to the zoo. Sure. Oh, maybe that's what right. It is. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah, I, I I still think they're getting they're getting some bucks. Um. Well, is How there much anything does else? Does zoo get for providing ground talk? <laughs> Please make sure you're putting that into Google. It's a solid and not search. Duck, duck, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else we want to throw up on the board before we start crossing things off? I mean, I feel like we have a solid list, right? Okay. Nothing's coming to the top of my mind. It's a pretty uh, contained tragedy. That's true. We love those. I appreciate maybe put, it. <laughs> maybe we put Bill Murray up there for for making it too popular. Oh, and, and, and making the brand too too big to fail. Oh yeah, because when you think of Groundhog point. Day, yeah, that's what you think. Too of. big to fail. <laughs> too thanks and, and Groundhog Day. <laughs> you know, maybe Bill Murray is behind this because if 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 he if Groundhog Day was no longer then that movie would lose its relevance. No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I don't think so. The, the uh, Bill Murray's career is kind of like a groundhog. He kind of pops up whenever he wants and scurries back underground. And he's always surly. And like mm-hmm. a movie producer is like, oh, I'll just, I'll just grab you anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I like I'd get along with a groundhog if I could be friends with one because I get, I like a grumpy person. They make me laugh. <laughs> it's true. Also, their burrows are amazing. Anyways, I don't, you know, I can go in the show notes. Go on. What do they have? Little living rooms? Uh, yeah. There? Well, don't don't they have like little living rooms? They have kitchens? multiple yeah. rooms. They have a separate room for their bathroom. They have a specific burrow for winter, and then they have a summer vacation burrow that's like more easy access to like the outdoors. Oh, yeah. They live a good life. They live a good life. Hell yeah. They're not, you know, dropped by a mayor. (laughs) And they live a very short life. (laughs) The percentage of groundhogs who who die from being dropped by a mayor. It's a statistic. It's probably high. It's it's probably not the first. (laughs) Feels like another fact I have to check here. Um, Okay, let's take a quick break and then we'll start crossing things off the list. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And we're back. Okay, who's to blame for the death of Chuck, a.k.a. Charlotte, the groundhog, right? Natural causes, the Staten Island Zoo, Mayor Mayor Bill de Blasio, human hubris, humans getting handsy, media fanfare, holiday desert, zoo handler Kristen Campbell, the gloves, Mayor Bloomberg, groundhog bite equals lesson not learned, (laughs) the organizers, interrupting the sleep cycle, protecting the Groundhog Day brand, or the actor Bill Murray. (laughs) Making Groundhog's Day too big to fail. Okay, really solid list here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can start off by crossing Bill Murray off of the list. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. Last up, first to go. <laughs> um, he does not deserve that. No. Um, okay, but then it gets hard. I think Bloomberg... Did was did Bloomberg have a go with the gloves at, at that a successful go with the gloves after I think he did right? He must have done it every year after, right? Right, that's a good there, question. I don't think there was ever a year where the mayor didn't hold the groundhog. Right, that's the whole point. For some reason, a mayor has to hold a groundhog. <laughs> In the duties, must hold groundhog, run the city. That's a good point. He got bit in. 2017, is that right? No, no, no that can't that's be right. not right. Okay. It was 2009. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. You're welcome. <laughs> Bailing me out. Useless information. She's, she's the, the... She trumps <laughs> the fact checker so... <laughs> she doesn't even so need severely, to go online. Right. We'll just <laughs> ask Alex. This is humiliating for me. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. We can fold a few of these into each other. Holiday desert into media. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. yes. It, it really wanted to say holiday dessert. Do you see how it yeah. undermines desert? Because it's <laughs> yeah. like, that's not it's the like right phrase. It's like you're wrong. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, and I think that, yeah, Mayor Bloomberg folds into the gloves, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's yes. true. Yeah. And, I, and the groundhog bite lesson not learned also folds into the gloves. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. we take off natural causes? I just yes. feel like I just don't believe it. Me yes. neither. There's too much information. There's too much circumstantial evidence. This is a government cover-up if I've ever seen one. Oh, 
Um, I feel like human hubris can get into humans, like can fold into humans getting handsy too. Yeah. And I feel like that can all fold into protecting the Groundhog Day brand, right? Like the only Mm. reason humans are getting handsy is because they want to like, I don't know though. Maybe that sort of folds into media fanfare. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think there is a difference actually there between having an event and then actually like hoisting up the fucking groundhog, like lion King Simba mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Like, why do you need to hold it like that? Mayor right. just, just point to it. We could all see it there. Have the handler. That's right. it's right there in the name. They have a handler hands. Hold and it. it can't see its shadow. If you're holding it so far above the ground. <laughs> That's so true. Right. Yes. It's well, completely confusing. <laughs> It is completely confusing. I think that we can also fold interrupting the sleep cycle into protecting the Groundhog Day brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again though, but what? I guess why I I don't understand this brand though. Like, why? What is that? Yeah, like what is the brand? This is news to me that there's a Groundhog Mm. Day brand even. So it's like hard Mm. for me to blame the brand because it's like, is that a thing? That folds into Staten Island Zoo. I guess. No, no, no. The brand is uh, what I think of when we're talking about the brand is the the mythology. I right? see. Like the the Groundhog's Day the story, yeah. story or whatever. Okay. That's what I think. Well, it's we're also about. sort of like you know, around like St. Patrick's Day when every like they dye the lake green and everyone's just like on the street and it's like miserable. It's like mm-hmm. a tradition that has just gone so chaotic and like against. Like mm. the natural, I just feel like it's also such so against the natural cycle of a groundhog and the natural, because mm-hmm. the the tradition started with farmers would look in a very sweet way, like farmers would look to the animals to see when, like the season was changing, like that's sort of a beautiful natural thing, and now it's turned into like a groundhog either being brought right. out in an acrylic <laughs> box or like being <laughs> dropped to its death. It just seems like. It, that, that, that to me goes back to like media or humans like yeah, our need we, to control or dominate and watch it, us dominating. It's like it's like uh, the Roman Colosseum. Like let's watch mm-hmm. what we can do. We we have managed to exploit every beautiful thing about humanity. <laughs> like this is humans. Come on, this is yeah. A this, is, we can't play. this is a human problem. It's not a glove problem. So let's take the gloves off. <laughs> the destruction in our wake is just so bad. I was literally thinking about this last night. Like, you know, we've only had like technology, human. Like the way we've been living, ish. It's only been like 200 years. Like before that, we were roaming around mm-hmm. agriculture, whatever. I'm making a stupid point, but like, and then we get technology and we're just destroying the world <laughs> with it. Like in a second, like mm-hmm. it, in, in what equates to a second based on how long we've been here. Yeah. I mean, so, that's why I don't give us more than 50 years. So destructive. We're peaking. I think we're talking way bigger than zoo handler, Kristen Campbell. I was just going to say, yeah. She, yes. yeah. we cannot blame her. I feel really adamant about that. Feel bad that she was on the list. We yeah. have we have Staten Island Zoo Mayor Bill De Blasio, humans getting handsy, which is like essentially just human hubris. Mm-hmm. Um, media fanfare, Ugh. the organizers, which I, I 
I feel like we can fold that into the zoo, right? Organizers are just a cog in the wheel. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they mm-hmm. fold into the protecting the groundhog day brand. So mm-hmm. we've got real five really great options to choose from. I kind of want to take the zoo out because the zoo is doing. Although the, no, they're their behind atrocities. The conspiracy. Although they're well, we don't. Or they, they didn't take good care of the... And then they're trying to lie to cover up. I think and they're like, throwing their yes. own employee True, but like, bus? is the zoo going to really be able to say no to like the mayor who's like... I mean, who I don't know who's asking who, but it seems like if the zoo's put on the spot to be like, we need a groundhog for this thing that we do because it's a big yeah. tradition, the zoo going to be like, no, that's not right for animals. I guess they could, but that would be I the would hope story. so. That's their job sure. to take care of animals. But people in positions Well, now of you're power, getting into a whole other thing. Well, now you're getting Why into a whole other zoos? thing. It's, it's a zoo, not a sanctuary. Like a mm. zoo is like not really looking after these animals. True. Yeah. I mean, you've ever seen a happy I think animal the at a zoo? zoo the zoo did a lot of cover up and I don't see the, like, I don't see the harm in being like, this was a mistake and this did happen. Agreed. But I guess maybe we don't know the inside details where they getting pressure from the mayor's office to be like, it had to mm. just say it's nature, natural causes. You know, we, right. don't, we don't know. We don't know the depth. Right. 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 It's just like JFK. <laughs> <laughs> so many conspiracy theories. <laughs> Oh, oh God, boy. this is really hard. I don't know what I'm going to do here because I, I, I feel like you can't separate the mayor and the zoo, right? Because we don't know who's putting pressure on who. Mm-hmm. We don't know the the, <laughs> the connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have the emails. We don't have the text messages. So in a way, I feel like, okay, I'm just going to take a stab here. I think that we need to... Send, um, geez, I, I, I feel like you have to send de Blasio and the zoo to the alarmist jail together and you slap, I hate blaming the media because it's like, that's, that's caused by humans, right? It's, it's more like the humans getting handsy, Mm -hmm. just getting their hand. Why do humans have to get their hands into everything? No good has ever come from that. I also think there's something beautiful about slapping with your hand, humans getting handsy. (laughs) Yeah, slapping (laughs) the hand away. (laughs) Slap that hand away. Quite beautiful. Um, Okay. I I feel good about that. I feel good. All right. I'm going to call it. Humans getting handsy. You're getting the big slap. (laughs) Staten Island Zoo, Mayor de Blasio. You're going to the alarmist jail. Just picture de Blasio with like a line of animals behind him like waiting to be checked you know, to be checked in. It's Noah's Ark, but it's de Blasio yeah. on the boat. Go, go, going through like the metal detector that we have and out in the front of the alarm. Yeah, should jail. we specify that all the animals get to be transferred to a different sanctuary before Great idea. They get released. Okay. The animals get released and mm. the organizers of the Staten Island Zoo, um, or or the people who are running the zoo are the ones who yes. fi- have to file in after de Blasio. <laughs> I can't um, believe in my mind I pictured the actual animals going to the jail. <laughs> it's a good oh, point, terrible. Alex. It's really, early, it's really early in the morning, but great point, Alex. Thanks. You bailed me out one last time for the podcast. <laughs> 
Oh, Alex, thank you so much for joining us today and helping us get to the bottom of who's to blame for this unnecessary tragedy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I think by putting the zoo in jail, we actually released all the animals that were in jail. Mm-hmm. This is oh. zoo jail. So we released and we mm-hmm. imprisoned. That's we're- all you can ask for in an episode of The Alarmist. We're fighting the good fight. It is so symmetrical. It's great. I love it. <laughs> um, and also, thank you for all of your hard work on the show. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love doing it. I know so many little weird factoids about so many little weird things. After Charlotte the Groundhog's death, the following year, Mayor de Blasio attended the Groundhog Day ceremony but remained far away from the groundhog and read the prediction from a paper scroll. The zoo rolled out the groundhog in a newly minted acrylic case where she would remain safe from any fumbles. Mayor de Blasio never returned for a prediction following the incident, admitting, quote, It's just good to leave it in the past. I think the groundhogs deserve that. They need to be safe. I've been advised by wildlife experts to stay in a five-mile radius away from any groundhogs for their own protection. Visit our website and let us know who you think is to blame at www.thealarmistpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at The Alarmist Podcast and on Twitter at Alarmist The. You can also send us your thoughts via email to thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clayton Early with fact-checking by Chris Smith and editing by Molly Hockey. Additional writing by Anastasia Kousakis. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Alex Paul. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith and the Erios Network. Tune in next week. We'll be discussing the beheading of St. Valentine. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.